ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local women, local now. Member FDIC. It is Thursday, February 25th, and your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw hard seltzer made pure. Coming up today on the program, we're going to talk about soccer. Jake Griffith is going to join us. And if you've been following any of the Marshall sports on ESPN Plus, you know Jake is the man behind the microphone. He's responsible for a lot of the multimedia you see at Marshall University. And he's a big soccer guy as well. So he's going to be on the program here in the next few minutes. We're going to talk to him about some important matches coming up for the Marshall soccer team. As I mentioned, your phone calls. You can find me on social media at Paul Swan. Also, Facebook, we've got a page and a group for you. Drive with Paul Swan. You put those search terms in, you'll find our community, and we're hoping to grow it with you. So I invite you to do all of that with me here online, Twitter, or Facebook. Great places to find the program when we're not on the air. We've got some news coming out of Conference USA to tell you about. Conference USA has made the announcement that it's going to provide an opportunity for all member institutions according to the release, to participate in its men's and women's basketball championships this season. It's going to be a schedule adjustment, which will be announced right before the tournament. So there's going to be a schedule adjustment to accommodate games to be played on Tuesday, March 9th, and run through Saturday, March 13th. The brackets will be announced at the conclusion of the regular season on Saturday, March 6th. So everybody's going to the tournament. Men, women, Tony Kemper, he was talking about trying to uh, make sure that they're in a position to go to the tournament. Tony Kemper, the women's team, they're going. Dan Dan Tony, we were pretty sure they were going, right? We were pretty sure they were going. They're going. Everybody's going to the tournament now. So the good news here is, doesn't matter if you got shortchanged on games. It doesn't matter if you didn't play as many as the other teams in Conference USA. You get to go to the tournament. And in a season like this, that's probably the only thing you should do is just allow everyone to go. Because not every team had a fair shake at it. Not every team had an opportunity to maybe get enough games in. Some due to travel considerations, some due to COVID-19. The COVID-19 issues could have been a result of one team having it and the other team not, so the other team got penalized. Marshall got penalized on losing a lot of home games early in the conference season because, again, of all these issues that came up. So what's the best way to make this right for everyone? Well, in Conference USA case, allowing everyone to go to the tournament. So that's going to be interesting there. So now uh, you're playing for seeding. If you're one of the top teams, you're still playing for seeding, and that's probably the focus. If I'm looking at the top teams right now, probably each coach is saying, look, everyone gets to go to this thing now, but we're trying to play for the best seed possible because the higher seed you are, the easier path or the better path you have, it's a, it's an opportunity for you to maybe play one less game. 
I don't know what this bracket's going to look like. If there's going to be buys, I'm sure there's going to be buys. There have to be. So will there be single buys, double buys? What's that going to look like? Probably double buys. We'll see. What I do know is that Conference USA is going to have a full schedule of games, and we'll see what the schedule looks like. Brackets coming out. The conclusion of the regular season on Saturday, March 6th. So that's where we stand with that. If you've got a comment on that, we'll take your phone calls later on the program at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. As I mentioned, you can also find me on Twitter. I'll be reading your tweets throughout the day if you've got a take on the news. Also, when we come back from break here in the next few minutes, we're going to hear from Jake Griffith. As I mentioned, he is pretty much your voice of Thundering Herd Athletics on ESPN+. Plus. I mean, sometimes uh, he lets Mark Martin sometimes work. Just sometimes. Mark gets to work now and then, but Jake, for the most part, handles uh, most of all the multimedia that you see with the university. He does a fantastic job. And there's some big soccer matches coming up for the Thundering Herd. Jake's going to tell us about them when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our phone lines this hour presented by White Claw, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw Heart Seltzer, it's made pure. And joining us now on those White Claw phone lines, I don't know what the official title for Jake should be, Mr. Everything, uh, Master of Video. Uh, I'm just trying to I'm trying to pin it down for you because you do everything as everyone does at Marshall. Jake Griffith joins us. You see him on the majority of Marshall multimedia, including ESPN Plus. He sometimes allows Mark Martin to fill in when he wants a day off. He joins us now on the program. Paul, thanks for having me, man. I'm glad to join you guys again. Uh, so. Yeah, does Mr. Martin understand when he fills in? It's like, look, this is a temporary gig for you, Mark. Uh, I'll be back soon. I'm just taking a breather. I mean, does he understand that? Does he get it? You know, Mark's a fantastic guy, and I'm more than happy to split time with Mark. He he rocks. And I'll, I'll tell you what, another thing, and I missed working with him this year just because of the pandemic. Shout out Bob Bowen because I miss I miss the coach Bob Bowen. I I can't wait until the the pandemic is over and we can start getting back to normalcy a little bit because. That was always fun working with Bob. He brings such an, an insight to the game. You know, he's a former coach, so I, I love working with Bob. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about when you when you have him on the broadcast. Uh, so it's fun to have the crew back, hopefully, uh, one time here in the near future. Just get every, You know, we have a three-man booth when, when we get over this. But you've been doing a lot of work. We've got soccer coming up. We have a lot of other sports, but big one coming up. This weekend, we have Bowling Green coming into the stadium, Hoops Family Field, on the road on Tuesday of next week against Akron. This is a a big couple of games for the Thundering Herd. It's a crucial stretch of matches. We're going to learn a lot about this Marshall team, which I think we learned a little bit on Tuesday of this past week when they took down ETSU. You look at the scoreline, and it was 2-0, and... I think to the casual fan, that may not sound that impressive. But you and I both know soccer is a cruel, cruel game. It's very different than most American sports. Marshall thoroughly dominated ETSU on Tuesday. I don't think that that's what people 
I think a lot of people don't understand that. They outshot them 27 to 1, 12 1 on goal. I mean, the fact that you hold a team for 90 minutes to one shot and Marshall dominated the possession, and you go back to the beginning match, the first match of the year against Ohio Valley, sure, that's a 1 1 draw after 110 minutes. But again, soccer is a cruel game. Marshall dominated the possession in that as well, and it was really just you know a, a quick slip up. They can see the corner. OVU strikes first. Marshall's able to come back and, and you know get the draw. But Marshall has played excellently, and we're not even talking about the 10-1 drubbing of West Virginia Tech. This is a Marshall squad that they've played excellently through three matches. Um, I would I would say, but this this stretch is going to be big. You know, especially here at home. You know, you're going to finish up this little slate of games where. Marshall's played their first four at home. Uh, should have been first five at home. They had to, the VCU match was was postponed. But like you said, they'll they'll hit the road to take on Akron next week. But this cut, you know, the, these are back to back MAC programs. And in men's soccer, the MAC is very good. Akron since 2010, University of Akron has more wins in Division One soccer than anybody. Uh, number two is Coastal Carolina, who just announced that they are joining Conference USA. So in terms of league opponents, the you know starting in 2021 fall, the the challenge will get tougher. But you you, you look at Marshall these next three matches. They've they've got Bowling Green at home, two on the road with Akron and South Carolina. Then they'll come back home and play a nationally ranked FIU squad. And so we're going to find out a lot about this Marshall team the next handful of matches. Yeah, you look at the Marshall schedule. I mean, you look at the opponents, and you've got South Carolina. You have Kentucky. You have West Virginia. And you have the conference schedule, of course, which is very tough. This is one of those sports where Marshall's right there in the mix with the names, not just uh, Conference USA, but the names of soccer. And more and more, you're seeing these schools added. And before we talk more about Bowling Green, you brought up a good point Coastal Carolina joining Conference USA. That's huge for this league. As far as being an associate member, that's huge. Oh, it's massive, and that's such a good get for Conference USA geographically, but also program-wise. And you have to give a big shout-out to Commissioner Judy McLeod and, and the staff down there in, in Texas. They did a fantastic job snagging really what is one of the premier soccer programs in the nation. I think a lot of people, you know, you, you, we've heard a lot about Coastal Carolina in football this year, but you look at the body of work that the Chanticleers have as a soccer program, they – some teams played a fall slate. Some te- majority of teams are playing a spring slate. The Chanticleers are going to play a little bit of both, and they won the Sun Belt Conference in the fall. They'll make their 17th NCAA appearance this coming or this year when the when the tournament starts here in the spring. Uh, 15 regular season crowns in their history, 16 postseason crowns, and like I said just a minute ago, 148 wins since 2010, the second most in that span amongst Division I programs. And I believe they've put 20, 23 players in the MLS. I mean, you're talking about a Chanticleers program that they bring a lot to the table for Conference USA. And that's when you're always looking to expand, and especially Conference USA where they had lost New Mexico due to the Lobos dropping their program a couple years ago. They were playing one program down. They played with nine programs since about 20. 14 prior to uh, New Mexico dropping their program, you know, not only, like I said, this is a good get geographically, you're not going to be extending yourself travel wise too, too much. And you also boast now another nationally ranked program. The Shaw's are ranked in 
the top 25 in all three major polls in college men's soccer. Jake Griffith joining us. Marshall in action this weekend. Uh, big matches coming up for the herd, but also big news for Conference USA. Was the reason behind it they just want to be where it's more competitive in soccer? And, of course, Conference USA is becoming a conference that is known for being competitive, sort of like the MAC. You look at some of these conferences that maybe don't get the attention during football and basketball season, but some of these other sports, this is really where the action's at. Well, and, you know, honestly, I, I was, I'm not privy to those behind-the-scenes discussions. I'm sure that that probably factored into it. But I think it's really a perfect marriage for both CUSA and Coastal because if you're Coastal Carolina, you know, you hear coaches all the time talk about if you want to be the best, if you want to win national titles, you have to play the best schools. Last year, Conference USA put three programs in the NCAA tournament, and in the last 10 years, they've had multiple programs in the NCAA tournament in each of the last 10 years. Last year, Old Dominion had a down year, but we've seen the Monarchs in the NCAA tournament. Marshall has put it together under Chris Grassing in his fourth year. We know what we're getting out of the Kentuckys and the Florida Internationals. South Carolina, head coach Mark Burson, I believe he'll be retiring after this year, but he's the winningest active head coach in Division I men's soccer. Conference USA has a long history of success. Don't can't forget about Charlotte. Charlotte and Marshall, you know, either one of those two teams could have won Conference USA last year. Right now, Conference USA with three nationally ranked programs, Charlotte just on the outside looking in. You'll expect Old Dominion will be better. And so this just adds to what Conference USA already has in men's soccer. And like I said, it's, I think it's a perfect marriage. If you're CUSA, this just elevates the the level of competition in your men's soccer side. And for Coastal Carolina, you get to go play with three, four, maybe five teams that any one of those could win the league and really all five could, could argue that they should have a slot in the NCAA tournament. And so this really elevates Conference USA now to one of, if not arguably, the best top-to-bottom conference in men's soccer because you have a school like Florida Atlantic and second-year head coach Joey Worthen. What they're putting together down there in Boca Raton, remember they upset Marshall last year on the road in, in Florida. And so from top-to-bottom, you look at this league, there are really good soccer programs from top-to-bottom. Jake Griffith is joining us. So let's talk about the Bowling Green and then let's look ahead a little bit here. This is important for Thundering Herd to really get a good test. At the same time, the soccer program, I mean, we've been through so much right now. Uh, you really need to get a feel for where you're at. Even after a few matches, you probably don't know where you're at. Yeah, how has this team uh, been progressing in your eyes as you've seen them? We've gone through a lot just to get to this point. Well, I think when you... When you have a layoff like what Marshall had, I mean, when I broadcast the ETSU game on Tuesday, one of the things I threw out was it had been 457 days between matches at home against the Division One opponent. Their prior to playing ETSU, their previous match at home against a D1 foe was the West Virginia match in the NCAA tournament. And so the biggest thing that comes to mind is the fitness of the players. You have that long of a layoff. And, of course, you know, in the offseason they were hitting it hard, but you know, when you have stoppages and you have quarantine periods, the thing I think anybody worries about the most is, is the fitness, getting your legs underneath you. And that's going to come as the season starts to progress. But I really think you have that 1-1 draw with OVU to start out the year. And you don't want to say it's a wake-up call necessarily because this team, they handle their business. They know 
we know what to expect from him. But I think that was kind of a that could have put a little jolt in their step. And you saw it against West Virginia Tech, ten to one. That's the most goals scored since 1985 in a single match for Marshall. And then they roll out against ETSU and two on the board. Like I said, thoroughly dominate. But this will be a good litmus test because this is a Bowling Green team that was picked to finish third in the MAC this year in the preseason poll behind Akron. Uh, they won 13 matches a year ago, and they upset Akron in the MAC tournament last year. Akron, after a slow start, they lost to Marshall here at Hoops Family Field. Akron rallied to win the MAC last year, and everybody thought, "Well, Akron's back. You know, they're going to make the NCAA tournament again." They actually were upset in the semifinals by Bowling Green, who then in turn was upset in the title game by West Virginia, and that's how the Mountaineers were able to clinch a berth to the NCAA tournament. But Bowling Green 2-0 and on the year. They're coming off a win against Syracuse, who was an NCAA tournament program last year, an 8-7-5 and record for the Orange. Not as good of a start this year, just one win uh, so far for, for Syracuse. But still, I mean, that's, you know, Syracuse no slouch. And for Bowling Green to roll out win 2-1 on the road in New York, that was a big win on the road. Uh, who, this is a Bowling Green team who has not played a home match yet this year. Game's coming up on Saturday now. Uh, just to re-educate fans as far as want to come out, uh, what's the current policy as far as fans being able to come and watch this? Of course, if they can't, uh, you'll be on the broadcast streaming it, of course, but if they want to actually come out and be a part of it, uh, what's the current policy just to refresh fans? Well, so it's, it's pretty much the way I understand it is, and, and where obviously I don't really – uh, you know, I'm, I'm broadcasting kind of off-site due to the COVID protocols. Um, from the way I understand it is is that it is first come, first serve. Um, same thing with volleyball. Uh, 33% of bleacher capacity, so that's approximately 330 fans for soccer. The, the gates open one hour prior to kickoff, and like I said, it, it's just kind of first come, first serve. You have to wear your mask. You have to socially distance. And if, you have, if anybody has any more questions, there is actually a nifty Q&A page on the HerdZone.com website, actually. Um, you can either go straight to HerdZone.com, and if you navigate to the soccer page, you can find it. Or if you Google search uh, HerdZone men's soccer seating, that will be one of the first links that pops up as well. But it's a great opportunity for, for fans to come out. You know, there was a time, you and I both know this, we weren't sure we were going to be able to have anything. And so even for 33% of bleacher capacity uh, to be able to, to show up and support the herd, that's fantastic. It's, it's, it's awesome for the fans because they get to see a good product, but it's also good for the student-athletes because they get to hear and have fans and, and play in front of a crowd instead of just empty bleachers. Yeah, and let's hope the weather stays nice. That's, that's my big uh, take is let's get <laughs> nice weather here. Let's not play on any snow, ice, or anything like that. Fingers crossed, right? Of course. You know, right now they're projecting 57 and, and uh, rain, 70% rain on Saturday. But we'll hope that maybe that rain holds off. The match with Bowling Green is, is slated to start at 3 uh, p.m. Eastern time. So hopefully we'll get a little break in the weather. But it should be a really, really fantastic matchup. You know, like I said, this, this, these next two matches for Marshall against two really good max schools will be a good litmus test. Marshall, number nine. Uh, in the top drawer soccer, top 25, Akron number six. And I know that that's kind of looking ahead, but that'll be a huge, a huge match as well. So I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to call it for one, but I'm really excited to just watch some good soccer. And I, I think we'll, we'll 
be really entertained by what we see from the thundering herd. Yeah, and then Conference USA right into that, and that's going to be tough as well. And, uh, you know, we still have uh, matches with uh, West Virginia to talk about later on in the middle of this conference schedule. So, you know, there's not an easy, there's not a day you can take off. Uh, every game is going to be something you need to watch. Uh, and I don't think we're overstating that. That's just how good this has gotten. Oh, 100%. And, you know, the right now, I know as I'm talking to you, I'm actually looking for an update of it. We'll get a good sense of Akron, too. They're taking on Kentucky, who's number 15 in the top drawer soccer, top 25. And Akron, last I checked, was actually up 1-0 on the Wildcats. And so back-to-back matches for Akron against Conference USA foes. That should be fantastic, and it is 1-0 at the half. Zips out shooting Kentucky 5-2 uh, to two at the moment. Uh, so that's a really good match, you know. But this this Bowling Green, I, I can't emphasize it enough. I think people, when you look at the number, the rankings, and, and looking ahead, and of course the Hackard matches on ESPN Plus as well, uh, you know, they might fans may tend to overlook this Bowling Green match. But I can't overstate it enough how entertaining of a match I think we're in store for on Saturday. How are you getting all this in? Because I know you're super busy right now with every other media <laughs> project you have. Uh, I think you're the personal um, videographer for uh, Coach Huff, uh, documenting his every move. I mean, you. Um, where, when do you sleep? Because I, I know you're all over the place. And as I was telling people before uh, we came on that if it's multimedia, you probably have touched it in some way. You know, I'm glad you brought up the sleep because uh, that's one thing I really, I really don't do much of. I, I kid. I, I try to get as much sleep as possible, but you know, eh, the 24 hours is not enough in a day. It feels like sometimes. I, I love what I do. It's very enjoyable. A lot of coffee. A lot of a uh, lot of nights that I'm staying up till three, four in the morning, and I, I feel like it's almost like that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer, as opposed to sleeping eight hours, he takes little power naps throughout the day to get his rest and. He, he says that you can you know extend your day that way. It doesn't really work out that way, but you know in, in theory it's good. But I try to you know it's it's really all about and I tell people I tell as many people this as possible. It's really all about budgeting your time. You know you I, I have a little date book on my desk here at the Henderson Center, and I try to pencil stuff in and, and leave myself you know thirty minutes here and there, maybe to go grab a bite to eat or, or some coffee or some water or something like that. But really, it, it's just all about budgeting your time. And, and making the most of it because like this weekend we've got soccer on Saturday and then back-to-back volleyball matches and I'll be doing all three of those so I'll have th- three days three broadcasts two different sports and those volleyball matches can't forget about volleyball because Marshall won loss on the year they split that series with Charlotte they're taking on Western Kentucky who moved up to number 20th in the ABCA coaches poll this week Hilltoppers have lost one set all year I mean, we're in store. You want to talk about good soccer? We're in store for some fantastic volleyball. The uh, I, what is the moonshine throwdown volleyball edition? You know, Coach Agnes, um, this is really her show. I just keep the seat warm on those days <laughs> that she's not on the show. I don't know if you knew that. This is her. I did. I do see the tweets from time to time. Her and her and Jake, which. You know, shout out to the two of them. I saw that they were there expecting, I believe. And, of course, Jake now, an athletic trainer here with the university. You know, volleyball off to a great start in Coach Agnes' second year. I, I love talking to our volleyball team. They're, they're so appreciative of everything we do, of, of everything really anybody in the media does. And Coach Agnes loves the broadcast and really appreciates the fact that we put so much effort into it. That, that really 
you know, I, I always appreciate that when, when, when players and coaches and staffs, you know, make a point to come and thank not just me, but, you know, got to give a shout out to our herd vision crew. We're, we're back at full strength now with our student broadcasting crew and they do an outstanding job there. They're really dedicated, those students, and I, I really appreciate the hard work that they all put into it. Well, let's not forget, Sunday and Monday, Western Kentucky, 1 p.m., both games can be viewed on ESPN+. Plus. Of course, that means uh, after lunch on Monday, if you didn't go down to the Henderson Center, you can watch Jake call the match. I mean, that's that's my way of playing hooky on Monday. And it's work-related. Hey, you know- I mean, I can't promise that I'm, I can give everybody a, a, a note excusing them from work, but if you have an opportunity to come down and, and, and watch the volleyball matches in person, I know the volleyball team would really appreciate it. And as far as the uh, fan attendance policy for volleyball, that's 15% of total arena capacity at the Henderson Center. Just like soccer, it's going to open one hour. Uh, it, it's kind of first come, first serve approximately 1,300 fans. You have to wear a mask, uh, social distancing, you know, don't bring in food or drinks or anything like that. Matches are free of charge for spectators as well. So if you have an opportunity uh, on, on Monday to pop down to the Henderson Center and check it out, like you said, Paul, that'll be uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time, both Sunday and Monday. I know that they'll really appreciate it. And the way that the Herd have been playing this year, highly entertaining. We, we saw Xavier in here last time they were at home. And that match against the Musketeers, I, I mean, they they dominated, I felt like. I felt like they really, really played hard. And, you know, they swept the season series with Xavier, then turned around and swept FIU in Miami. They're, they're playing – they've come out of the gates fast to start this kind of unique spring campaign for the volleyball team. Good luck, man, keeping awake this weekend. Uh, let's hope that Coach Hoff doesn't call you at 3 a.m. wanting to shoot another video or anything like that. Let you let you focus on the weekend a little bit and the, and the week ahead just a little bit. Well, you know, I love working with Coach Huff, too. He, he's a fantastic guy. I've had a chance to chat a little bit with him since he's been here. But like you mentioned, I've been running around like crazy broadcasting and getting videos done and all that stuff. We, we rolled – seamlessly in we, we finished up our home slate uh, of women's basketball games with a couple great broadcasts on cusa tv against rice of course the, the marshall women uh, shout out to the marshall women's basketball team because that win against rice on sunday that's probably the biggest win for them in recent history you know rice had been receiving votes in the in the ap top 25 for nine consecutive weeks that's just rice's third loss in conference play in three years combined uh, you know, a big shout-out to Coach Tony Kemper and those seniors, Taylor Pearson, Kristen Mayo. They've worked so hard their four years here. They capped off their home campaign with a big win. And we've just rolled seamlessly right into men's soccer and, and volleyball. And so I think that's a testament to, uh, you know, Nick Capria, Alex Warrington. You know, they do a good job, you know, helping run the show here at Herd Vision. Chuck McGill, Ryan Vance, you know, got to name drop everybody because – Really, it's been all hands on deck all year long, and, and the fact that we've been able to pull off the broadcast we've been able to, it, that's a testament to, to everybody. I, I, we Everybody here works really hard, and I, I appreciate how dedicated everybody is to the Herd Vision product. Okay, let me make sure that I, I've spoken correctly. The games will be streamed, which platform, so I don't misspeak for the games this week, for soccer and for the volleyball matches. So all three can be streamed on CUSA TV. Okay. Um, 
the men's soccer match will start at 3 p.m. against Bowling Green, and the volleyball matches will be on CUSA TV starting at 1 p.m. Uh, we try to come on uh, a couple minutes before, maybe two minutes before, do a little open, uh, apprise you of players to watch, uh, conference standings, things of that nature. You know, for the for, for the non-conference soccer match, we'll probably take more a look at like preseason polls in both leagues. But really, we try to give you a comprehensive preview, set the scene, and then roll right into the match itself. You know, bring you starters, and uh, for volleyball, you know, each, we'll bring you starters for each set. But we we expect to have full crews. So we will do our best to bring you as in-depth and full of a broadcast as possible. But, you know, again, the, the CUSA TV, that, that's a fantastic outlet. It's really a good opportunity for everybody to uh, – because, you know, with, with the ESPN Plus broadcast, what a lot of people don't realize, and I'll kind of pull the curtain back, is you do have to have an extra person in the control room for an ESPN Plus because you have to have ESPN, the, the LTN, kind of count you back in and out of national breaks. Whereas CUSA TV, you know, we're kind of free of that. We can do – there's more creative freedom with the Conference USA Digital Network. But both are fantastic. I'm glad that we have stuff on, on both. It gives our fans an opportunity to, to see us on, on an outlet like ESPN. As you and I both know, Paul, the four letters, they mean a lot. They carry a lot of weight, right? Yeah, just a little bit. That's what I've heard anyway. <laughs> I hear I hear it's a, it's a really popular network with the kids. I, I hear that a lot. It, that's what they say. You know, that's what they say. The, the, the youths, the youths, as they say, they like it. But CUSA TV is also a great, a great outlet. You know, it's a great, gets great exposure to our league. And, you know, it, it, it is a nice uh, area to generate, you know, kind of generate revenue for the different uh, broadcasting departments of, of each, of each university's athletic department. So, you know, these, these three games, these three matches this weekend will be on CUSA TV and, you know, we'll, We'll kind of go from there, see see what happens the rest of the year. That tentatively everything is slated to be on CUSA TV for the rest of the way. And you know, as soon as uh, as soon as we finish up with these three matches, you know what we got next week? We got softball coming. That's next what I week. hear. So they they have a couple games against Akron midweek, and then they have the Thundering Herd Invitational. So no no rest for Herd Vision. We've got a lot on our on our plate the next coming week. You know how it was like 400-some days before you called the soccer match? I think it's been like 600 days since I've talked to Coach Smith Lion. Megan has not been on the show in a while, so I'm going to have to research that uh, to see. But I think it's in the four or 500-day range. Well, I know she's got she's had her hands busy. That, that That's a softball program that last year they led the NCAA in home run average per game. I, I mean – you want to talk about inter- – we, we've talked about how entertaining soccer and volleyball has been. That's a team – and I know that they're – I had a chance to talk to some of the softball players at their media day last – or two weeks ago. They're chomping at the bit to get back back on, on the diamond. I mean – and I know talking to Scott Hall, the SID for softball, really the do-it-all guy for softball, they're, they're very excited to start their year. They've got some high-quality games both on the road and at home. Uh, they'll, they'll play uh, Bellarmine. They, they have – they added a new team to, I believe, St. Francis to the Thundering Herd Round Robin uh, Invitational they'll have here at uh, the Dot next week. And then, like I said, those two midweek games with Akron. So uh, it's an exciting time for sure here uh, on the campus of Marshall. You know, just because basketball season's coming to an end, there's still plenty of stuff to keep everybody busy. Jake Griffith joining us. Uh, he does it all at Marshall University. Uh, I will make sure that Mr. McGill knows you did a good job today, and uh, hopefully that will uh, reflect in your performance review coming up real soon. You're due for a raise, right? 
You know, hey, I, I'm just happy to be doing it. I don't even worry about the money. You know, the, to me, I get to the way I look at it is, I get to wake up every day and at my my job, I get paid to to do my hobby. You know, broadcasting has always been my hobby. It's always been what I enjoy. I just so happen to get paid to do it. Very fortunate. So the money will come. I don't even worry about the money right now. But I, I you know, I appreciate the fact that Marshall, uh, they they keep me gainfully employed and they they value me enough that they pay me to broadcast and do multimedia stuff so shout out to them shout out to chuck mcgill mike hamrick the ad you know i I love these guys i'm not repping you as a sports agent if you keep saying stuff like that oh i'm just happy to be no i'm not (laughs) repping you man (laughs) we got to work on that we got to work on that just a little bit before i rep you (laughs) you see you're speechless now you don't know you don't have speechless you don't have a follow-up to that Jake Griffin. I really don't. I mean, how, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'll, I'll, heard. that's my follow-up. I'll let you off the hook on that one. Jake, good talking to you. We'll be watching this weekend, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Hey, thanks for having me on, Paul. I really appreciate it. We'll have to circle back up soon and talk more soccer and volleyball. Let's do it. Jake Griffith, everyone. And, of course, uh, you can watch those matches on CUSA TV. Is he, is he gone, Nick? Is he gone? Is, is he gone? They're on MUL as well, the radio station, right? I, I didn't want to say that, but I answered her Dr. Bailey sometimes over at the campus radio station, so I got to drop that in just a little bit as well. All right, we'll take our next break. Come back. Uh, we will get your phone calls in, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. We'll take your phone calls anytime at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. You can find me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. And, of course, on Facebook, we've got a couple of places for you. we got a page. we got a group. You can join either or. Each is different. You have a different social media presence for everything. So each is different, and uh, we have whatever works for you. We went, um, we went long with Jake because I hadn't talked to Jake in a while, so we're going to have to take a break here in just a couple minutes to uh, catch up on the paying bills portion of the program. But it's fun talking to Jake. I don't know if I should say this, but uh, someone close to Jake called the program and didn't want to go on the air but said Jake needs to worry about the money. Hey, I, I don't want to start a controversy here. Jake is being paid well. I, I don't want to imply that he should get a raise for all his hard work because again um i'm not a sports i'm not going to be a sports rep because i would just i would go in and i would hardball i think it's chuck mcgill i would hardball chuck mcgill i would just go in to mcgill's all okay it'd probably be on zoom i would just say look this is what i'm asking for for my client and then chuck would say okay this is what he's getting okay that uh, would probably be the end of the conversation there. No, uh, Jake does a fantastic job. Uh, I love everyone over at Marshall. It's um, it's a fun group. I can genuinely say that. Uh, top to bottom, it's a fun group. And uh, I really uh, hope that they can keep this uh, family together for a long time because uh, I like where it's going right now. All right, we need to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap it up. 
Uh, I'm going to work on my um, I'm going to work on my sports agent pitch here uh, in the break when we continue with today's edition of the Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is the Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our phone lines this hour, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. I I just got invited into Spaces on Twitter. That is going to be a new ground for the show here. And uh, I uh, invite you to follow me on Twitter, at Paul Swan, and uh, we're going to uh, play with this. So uh, right now I've just thrown a room up on spaces so if you don't have this feature yet it's pretty cool it's like clubhouse if you don't have that yet uh basically we can host rooms on social media at any time so we might be doing a uh, a listen party here for the upcoming game and uh you know it's really cool because i can even invite people to speak i'm going to do that right now as i turn my volume down and uh let some of you guys jump into that room so i'll be hosting a room on spaces on twitter right now and you can follow me at Paul Swan, and as I've said, I've got people in there right now, so you can join that conversation. Looking forward to it. Again, the phone numbers to be a part of the program here on the radio side is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. And, you know, we might be doing some stuff with uh, the show in conjunction with Twitter as well. So this is pretty cool. This is uh, the audio space is starting to take back off. Yeah, for a while, it was video, but I think a lot of people are realizing audio is uh, right back where it's at. So uh, this is this is pretty cool what we're able to do here. So some more ways for you to be a part of the program, and I'm looking forward to uh, being there with you as well. As we mentioned, coming up tomorrow, we've got Marshall Basketball, the Thundering Herd, taking on North Texas. We'll have that beginning at 6 o'clock as we go on with a pregame, and then we will tip everything off around 7 o'clock. Looking forward to it. Marshall has an opportunity here to improve its seed. And now... You don't have to worry about getting into the Conference USA tournament. You want to worry about your seed, as I want to remind you, you weren't with us earlier. Conference USA making an announcement that it is adjusting the Conference USA basketball schedule. The Conference USA schedule for the tournament will mean every member participating in the league will get to be in the tournament. So this is men's and women's basketball. So the Marshall women were fighting to make sure they got a good seed, a seed in the tournament. Now don't have to worry about a seed, but they're still going to probably fight to get as good a seed as they possibly can. The Marshall men, uh, we'll hear from Tavion Kinsey tomorrow, but talking to him earlier this week, he said, look, we're fighting for the number two seed. Marshall knows it can't be the number one seed, but Marshall's Tavion Kinsey pointing out that it is fighting to be the number two seed. And we'll see what the tournament structure will look like as the league announced that the brackets, including seeds and tip-off times, are going to be announced at the conclusion of the regular season. That is March 6th. So conference tournament will take place from Tuesday, March 9th through Saturday, March 13th. So Marshall... And the Conference USA Tournament, depending on where they're seated, will either have to play early or more than likely will play a little later in the week. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That means five days total 
of Conference USA Basketball. We'll see what the brackets look like, and this is for both the men and women. So that's the good news, and I think that's fair just because of the fact that there were so many mishaps with the schedule, so many adjustments as far as trying to figure out when you could play and the way the schedule was structured. If a team came down with COVID, you were playing them twice, and if that game got postponed, you lost two games. And then you had travel considerations with the weather as well. So, so many different ways that this schedule has been impacted. That's probably the most equitable solution. That's probably the most fair thing that the league could do. But that means it's going to be a long tournament. Everyone's in, though. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And I think that's going to do it for this edition of the show. We are here presented every day by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Back tomorrow, we'll have the show. We'll have our pregame action. We come back on the air at 5, pregames at 6. We'll see you then. Talk to you tomorrow. Your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.